Welcome to Maximize Your Influence, your resource for the top persuasion, influence, and negotiation techniques that will help you maximize your success in life and business. And now, here are your hosts, Kurt Mortensen and Steve Olson. Hello and welcome to Maximize Your Influence. This is Kurt Mortensen. Steve Olson is still on sabbatical, but I have a special guest here today, Dr. Stephanie Burroughs. We're going to call her Dr. Stephanie. She is a leading authority on networking, building that network, which we all know is so very important. She just came out with a book called Dating Your Prospect. Dr. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kurt. It's a pleasure, and I thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's so good to have you, and such an important topic, because if we don't have anybody in our network, we can't influence them, right? I mean, that's a huge challenge. But somewhere down the line, there was a tradition start here in the show where the first question for our guest is this. See if you know the answer to this one. It shouldn't be too hard for you. What is the worst vegetable on the planet and why? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's the worst, but it's certainly one that I just haven't been able to like. And that's asparagus. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Is that from your childhood or something developed over time? I think it was because every time I've had it, it's been slimy. Oh, that's slime. Yes. And it doesn't really have uh, an interesting taste. It's not a taste that makes you go, ooh, (laughs) this is good. And only once in a while do you get it just right. Only once in a while. But if they don't put some sauce or something on it, it just doesn't have a good taste. Yeah, you get a disguise of some type of sauce. That's right. I agree <laughs> with that one. Well, that's a good answer. Appreciate that. But tell us a little bit about yourself and your passions and how you got to the point where you wrote your book, Dating Your Business Prospect. Well, I'm Dr. Stephanie D. Burroughs, and I'm president of Stephanie Speaking. I'm a speaker and business navigator. I'll tell you why I wrote this book. It was something that had been bothering me for a long time because the subtitle to this is Practical Strategies for Successful Business Matchmaker Meetings. I've been an avid networker since I was a kid, and I know how important it is to properly network. I've learned more and more about that. But even as a kid, I just had this knack for doing that. I don't know what it was about, but it came easy for me. So I decided because someone came to me and wanted me to speak at their event, and they said, Stephanie, you really have to have a book. And I'd been dreading this for the longest. And I said, okay, all right. But guess what, Kurt? I only had three weeks. <laughs> I know writing books, that's, that's <laughs> uh, wow, I'm impressed. I said, okay, what in the world am, going, am I going to write on? And then I remembered I'd done a blog on LinkedIn about this very same topic. At a more recent event, I had a chance after moderating and facilitating a matchmaker for a major organization in Philly, I decided, let me interview the hosts, the table hosts, and find out their opinion about those whom they met with that are business owners. And that was the start of it, because I took that, did the blog on LinkedIn, and then when I was asked to write the book, I had all of the material I needed, not just from the blog, but I have had material from over the years. So I just pulled everything together, made it quick, My goal was not to give them something that was cumbersome. This is for business owners and anyone else that wants to network. That's all about networking. But I decided for my business owners, because those are my clientele. Now, I will say this. We're networking all the time, whether we think about it in those terms or not. However, when you're going to a formal process, and this is about dating your business prospect. So these are people you're hoping to become your prospects and eventually your clients, then there's a way to go about doing it. 
And I wanted to just make it really clear. There's the preparation, which is about 80 percent of it. The book, that is the preparation itself starts in advance, well in advance, not the morning of or when you get to the location. Really start thinking about what you're going to do. And and there's a whole lot more to the preparation. And then there's the execution. And then there's the follow up. Those are great points, and I'm all about the belly-to-belly. You mentioned that, and I noticed that through my research and looking at charismatic leaders is that they have a huge network. They have people that we call make-it-happen power. The bigger the network, you can find people. So as people start wanting to build their network, I think that's probably the first thing, the desire to build a network. What is the biggest blunder people make? What's the biggest mistake they make as they start building their networks and trying to get to know more people? Well, first of all, you have to know have, have a why. Why in the world are you building a network? What is the purpose? What is your intention? And what is your desired outcome? I think that's most important to get that down pat first. And then who is your marketplace? Who is going to be the best prospect or not just the prospect, but what's the marketplace that you're going to network within? Let me put it that way. And then being prepared and have everything that you need in order. So one of the things people need to do is do the research first. I'll I'll give you an example. This really blew my mind. I was at an expo that was being given a few years back, and I actually watched someone do this, and I was horrified. They walked up to the table of an international company, construction company, huge company. They're also very local, and they have the sign on the table with the name of the company. Gentleman is standing behind the table, and someone walked up to him and asked, and they said the name of the company, and then they said, So what do you do? Now, mind you, in the name is what they do. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, I cannot believe they just did that. And the gentleman behind the table, his face, you could see he was horrified. Like, what? (laughs) All those college graduates asking the same question. So what do you do here? Not the best way to start off a relationship. Yes, and I'm I'm going to say that that is across the board. I've seen it no matter what the generation It's across the board because people haven't taken the time to prepare in advance. I'm talking about preparation from everything from your mindset, your appearance, you're doing the research on the event, who's going to be there, who do you want to meet when you get there. So you're going there with an intention, with a purpose, and you're not just talking to every single person and getting cards from everyone and handing out cards to everyone because that is just not the way to do it. I'm with you on that one because preparations is everything, whether they're doing a negotiation or going into a sale or meeting a potential business partner. I'm with you on that. People just get into it and say, what do you do? And ask these dumb questions that hurt the relationship. (laughs) So give us a few pointers here because I've always said you're either going to pay with your time with your research. You're going to pay with lost money on the back end. You've got to do this. So what are a few pointers to, to get us up to speed real fast on some of the research we should be doing before we meet somebody? Once you receive Whatever that notification is, you want to hopefully they're going to give you some idea of who will be there. So I'll take expos and you're going to one of these and, you know, pretty much in advance, you're going to sign up. Depends on who's giving it and how they've structured it. I've done a number of them and you had the opportunity to actually sign up in advance with who you wanted to meet with. And you saw in advance what types of companies they were looking for. Not everybody does this, but this is just one form. There are many different forms in how matchmakers come about. And I want to just say this. The same things that I talk about for matchmakers are the same things I talk about to business owners in terms of just doing out-and-out networking. So now you know who you're going to meet with. You've had your three or four appointments at a specific time. 
get online and look them up. Not only are you looking up their company, a little bit about it. These are people that you don't want to leave disappointed. <laughs> That's so true. You're doing the research. You can find a lot of information online. They're going to this convention, this conference, this meeting. So tell me, what is the most important thing to do or maybe even not to do when you meet someone for the first time? Well, you know the easy stuff. Give them eye contact. Smile. Yeah. I'm big on the smile. In my book, I, I realized, I didn't realize how many times I said smile. That's a big deal. I guess because for me, it has been the winner for me each and every time. You, Smile's you just, winning for everyone. In fact, retail settings increases sales 20% just by smiling and it's contagious. Wow. It's disarming. I'm with you on that one. Yes. And people are talking to a lot of people in a day, even if you're going to a booth and speaking to someone at one of these expos. They talk to a lot of people. I know because I've been on that side of the table and you're tired and you're kind of beat. And for someone to come up to you and give a smile and say something complimentary. Now, you got to be honest about what you're saying because one will know if you're making it up. But to say something complimentary will boost that person's energy level, boost their emotional level, boost their egos. You know, now all of a sudden they've gone from slumped over needing a cup of coffee or some caffeine of some sort to suddenly sitting up straight and feeling wonderful and feeling great. And they've got a smile on their face too. And then to know what you should have in advance in terms of the paperwork, your documentation. You don't want to bring a great big portfolio. Listen, they've brought all their little goodies and everything, and they don't want to take that stuff back. They don't want to have to carry it back. Certainly do not want you bring in a big old portfolio. So if you're coming, you come with your trifold, or if it's government, you're going to come with your capability statement, your business card always. The conversation that you have should be questions that are not readily found on their websites. Because that says you haven't taken the time to do the homework. And sometimes, and I personally think we should always do this, see if you can find something about that person on social media. Just see if there's something about them. Make sure you got the right person because, you know, there's a lot of us that other people have the same name. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to find out the wrong thing about the wrong person. That's not going to help you. You know, but just so that you can mention something that will brighten them and perk them up. You know, if you saw something about they won an award or they wrote a paper and you got a chance to read it, or they were recognized for something, or whatever, whatever it is that in somehow or another you can work into the conversation. And you should have prepared this in advance. You should already know what questions you're going to ask in advance. And you should know enough about your industry that when they ask you some questions, you won't be embarrassed or didn't know what the answer was. Now, in a regular networking session, outside of going to a matchmaker meeting, come in with the intent to give, to be of service, to provide information, to provide referrals if the opportunity arises. And I'm good for doing that. It's like someone once wrote, if Dr. Burroughs doesn't have the answer, she always knows who to send you to. <laughs> well, that's a great point because if you have the demeanor of you're there to serve, you're there to help, you're not just there to take you know, putting yourself in their shoes. I mean, I've done conventions before, and after eight hours of smiling, you want to hit somebody. Right? <laughs> it's, it's just, and if you can put yourself in their shoes and understand if they've done 10 interviews that day or 50 people have contacted that day, and you're a little different, you're there to serve, you've done your research, it's a breath of fresh air. It really is. I, that's good information for our listeners to have. So tell me this. What's the one thing that we missed, the one thing you think our listeners need to know about networking, getting belly to belly, and uh, doing oh, your, yes. your business prospect? First of all, when you're networking, let me just say this. It's not for just that moment. 
when you get back with those cards and you should not be going around and just handing your cards out willy nilly, taking cards from anywhere. You want the cards for the people who are the best prospects for you that you are going to follow up with. And I think the biggest thing that a lot of people miss out on is the follow up. Now, with technology today, it's a lot easier. If you have a CRM, you can program that thing so that you can scan your cards. I I scan mine right over the phone sometimes before I leave where I am check the information and submit. Now it's going directly to a letter that you've already got in the system and that's going out to them immediately. No more piles of business cards gathering dust for centuries. You want to have an automated system so that it immediately goes out. And I'll tell you, you do that enough and you not only that one time are you sending out that letter, but you may be sending out something through social media. So hopefully you You've gotten their social media of information. If not, you're sending out some emails to them on a regular basis, not wearing them out, but being consistent. If they're seeing something from you every week, then fine. Or once a day, not 10 times a day. But even that to me is a lot. I'm a baby boomer. I'm coming from a different era. (laughs) (laughs) There are many different ways to touch base with them. You want to do that continually and have valuable information. Bring value to the conversation. Bring value, whether that conversation is face-to-face. Well, let me put it this way. Face-to-face is when, and this is how I put it, when I'm online with somebody on Zoom or Google Hangout or iLink or one of those types of applications, that's face-to-face because we're seeing one another. But belly-to-belly is when we're in person. I do a lot of social media, but what I enjoy the most is when I take it from online to offline. And taking it online to offline simply means if we're in the state, the same state, or if we're going to the same event, and it may be in a different state, and we're coming from different states, we make an appointment to meet when we get there. I just did this last week with someone. I said, lady, we live too close to one another not to meet in person. So we hooked up at an IHOP and had an awesome time with one another belly to belly, because that's where the real impact is made. The other thing is, don't get all bent out of shape when if you're, let's say you're talking to someone from a corporation and they tell you to get back to them the next day, if they tell you to do that, don't get bent out of shape if you call and you don't get an answer. It's not personal. And I want to really get that across to people. It is not personal and never, ever, ever approach them with a negative attitude. Oh, I agree with that one. If someone has a negative, pessimistic attitude and they suck the life out of you, yeah, that's not going to get you networking with anybody. Well, not only do they do that, but I've seen it happen too many times because they didn't get an answer back. Now, me, mind you, maybe there's no contracts out there right now for you. Maybe because they're putting out term contracts, there's nothing gonna, that's going to come out in the near future. But what about you just send an email or you send a card, a written card, a note? just to keep them apprised of what you're doing? What about you do a blog and you you send them a link to your blog? Little things to keep you top of mind, but it doesn't mean that there's a need for you right now. And it's just not personal. And I've seen someone who was just really ugly. (laughs) And I know because I was on the back end of that. I was just like, you know what? Please. Okay, let me be pleasant. (laughs) 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 Woo! They were a trip. And they would be very argumentative and very aggressive, pushing that other person's buttons because they did not respond to them when they called or they sent an email. They didn't get a response. Well, usually those people are all over the place. They're running from one event to another to another to meetings and meetings and meetings. And then when they do get to the office, they are inundated with reports and paperwork and whatever else they have to do. 
we need to put ourselves, as you said before, in their shoes and just stay present by continually sending something of value to them. Maybe something new happens in your industry and you send a little note to them where you were aware of and da-da-da-da-da and you say it in a way that it'll be easy for them to digest, not a whole lot of industry jargon, make it plain. You've moved up the ladder in terms of them remembering you. You just want to treat them like a, a person and the way you would want someone else to treat you. Well, I don't even want to say the way you want somebody to treat you. You know, the, the golden rule and the platinum rule, platinum sure. rule says treat people the way they want you to do unto them. That's great that's, advice. That's one of the things we focus on the show is you want to persuade people how they want to be persuaded. You want to get in their shoes, treat them like people, not like a prospect. And the bottom line for what I've seen here, and I really appreciate your time, Dr. Stephanie, is that the more people you know, the more successful you're going to be. That's the bottom line. And everybody you meet can help you. I mean, even if you met the biggest loser in the world, <laughs> they could show you what not to do, right? I mean, there's just if you have that mindset that everybody can introduce you, that knows somebody, can network with, you have yes. that mindset, you're going to be more successful. So that is great information. So tell us, Dr. Stephanie, where can our listeners find out more about you and uh, networking? You can find me at stephaniespeaking.com. That's stephaniespeaking.com. I'd like to give them a, a free gift, if you don't mind. Oh, we love gifts. Go for it. Okay. Text the word GRIT, because I'm also known as the GRIT Factor. That's <laughs> G-R-I-T. Text the word GRIT to 908 223 That's 908 And you'll receive a seven-day video, seven tips for business owners. And I've had a lot of people who are now contacting me saying, Stephanie, how do I get those videos? You know, so it's just some tips that I have for people. The book the book is not only in book format, it's also an audio book as well. So both of those can be obtained through my website on the online sales page. And you'll see some other products there as well. So I'm really happy to be able to give that away to people. I've had people come back to me and say thank you or write me and say, you know, that really helped me with my business. Sometimes we just need reminders, Kurt, you know? Sometimes I agree. I agree. There's so many different tools and things to do and things we need to learn. And we learned some great information today about networking and that focus, and that's very important. And listeners, go check out the, the book. Go get your free videos. Go out and persuade with power and make the world a better place. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> 